Welcome back to No Nonsense Storytime. I'm Chris Panico. And I'm Robert Hoffman. This week, we have a very special episode where we're going to be talking about Tiki Tiki Tembo by Arlene Moselle. And we're going to have two really special guests. Bobby, would you like to introduce our special guests today? I will give them a pre-introduction and then I will allow them to do some introducing of their own. Our special guests this week are Ben and Eric from Ben and Eric's Bookstore. Hello. Yeah, go, go, it's take, so take good it away. to be on. Hey, guys. Thanks We're... for coming. Uh, what, t- just give us a little rundown of who you are. Just, you know, brief. So, what qualifies you to be on our podcast? Yeah, it's, <laughs> we have a very high bar. <laughs> well, sure. I, well, I was born on a rainy day on July 18th, 1996. Um, and then about 20 years later, I graduated from college. Um, and here I am now. Wow. College. Yeah. So what part of that was <laughs> what qualified you to be on the podcast? Was it the rainy day? I think oh, it's yeah, the rainy it was, day. Yeah. <laughs> it was implied it was the rainy day, I felt. Okay. That's why we make a podcast, because it was born yeah. on a bad omen. <laughs> that was definitely the most qualifying part. Absolutely. Not college at all. No. Uh, so Ben and I do a podcast called Ben and Eric's Bookstore, as Bobby said, um, on which uh, we choose a book, uh, much like No Nonsense Storytime, except we uh, usually do more like novels or things like that. Uh, and we read what we call the back summer advert or uh, the synopsis that you would read before actually purchasing the book. And from that, uh, we kind of ascertain what the book may be about and what themes it will go on, as well as a few tangents that we like to add for a little flair. Yeah, those are my favorite parts. And, and Ben, what qualifies you to be on our podcast? I'm a friend of Eric's. Uh, I, so. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. That's, that's the a, only reason I'm on the podcast. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason I'm on his podcast, too. B- before we start, I actually want live on the air. Well, we're not live, but whatever. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. I'm li- <laughs> It's live to the three people I'm speaking to. Yeah. I would like to um, suggest a book for your, oh. for your podcast. I haven't done that Perfect. yet. Perfect. I've been waiting for the right time, um, so I'm going to go step by step. I assume that one or both of you has read A Wrinkle in Time. Yes? That is true. I have. Yeah, I've got I have it. Not. I, want the back I, I figured. So so that one probably won't work. I, I've, I assume that you want books that you have not read yet. Correct. Typically, but right. I could just pretend. So No, no, no. I've, I have some backups because I was like, Ben definitely read A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. And he's bad at pretending, so... <laughs> <laughs> hey, ben, just that's what I said. I said ben burning. is so bad at pretending he, his imagination is absent. I have to have a second book. Um, okay, here's book suggestion number two. Have either of you read The Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell? I have not. I have not either. Okay, Never that heard of it. is then my suggestion. The Hero with a Thousand a- Faces. Uh, I'm writing this down in my sloppy handwriting. Cool. It is Save the good handwriting for something else. A yeah. very, <laughs> a very interesting book. If you can't find the back of it, I do own the book. I will send you the back of it. Okay. Sometimes the backs of books are hard to find. And of course, t- you know, take your time. Don't feel like you even have to do this suggestion, but it is a very interesting book. I think it would make a make for a good episode. We will <clears> look <throat> it up. Um, and if anyone else would like to send us suggestions, uh, you can send us an email at benandericsbookstore at gmail.com. Now, I, I didn't talk with Eric about this further, but since that's the book you suggested, I know you have read it, but would you want to be perhaps 
a part of that podcast episode that we go into that hmm. book and we can we can alter our style a little bit where we just kind of do our thing and bounce ideas off of you and then kind of have that interplay with somebody who has read the book to see how that actually looks to have not read the book, have a conversation with the person who has read the book. Cause we've been talking about having you on our podcast as well in reciprocation. Cause I think that'd be a wonderful time, wonderful opportunity. That does sound um, fun. Um, but I feel like I'd be missing out on the experience mm -hmm. of reviewing a book that I haven't read. <laughs> and what an experience it is. Trust me. Oh. <laughs> it seems like it. Um, all right. We should, we should get into the podcast. We will talk later about this. Um, so Tiki Tiki Tembo, correct? Yeah, no Sarambo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> this book, this book is problematic. Um, I'd, li I'd like to bring it up yeah. now. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is, it is racist. I mean, it's, it's, it's racist. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to say this book is not racist. Does Tiki Tiki Tembo, et cetera, et cetera, actually mean those things? No, and it's, it's it not doesn't. even, I tried it's not to look even it up. kind of like mandarin it's not even like the okay you know i didn't think it was but i couldn't find clarification anywhere so yeah a, a little bit about the story is that um this tradition of the short names and the long names that's not real mm -hmm. uh of course um it's a i mean it, it's a, a wonderfully written story yeah it seems to be that it is taken from an old oral tradition tale but it's not Chinese in origin. It's nope. Japanese. It's Japanese. Right. J Jigume, I think it was called, or something like that. Uh, yeah. J Jugemu. <clears throat> Jugemu. Okay. My Japanese yeah. is... I don't have any. And so taking a story <laughs> from Japanese culture and saying, well, I'm just going to say it's Chinese and throw Chang in there. Yep. Yeah. It's pr pretty Not racist. great. Uh, however, I don't, I don't believe the story is malicious at all. No. Um... So I I wouldn't object to, you know I don't I don't object to the story I I don't think it's malicious I think we should acknowledge that it's uh you know it's appropriated from a different culture yeah. masquerading as a different one for a third culture right and it was also written in the fifties right yeah so, yeah. yeah I mean not to excuse it but also to kind of give us some context as to the author mm -hmm. and and her time yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to go forward and do this story without, you know, acknowledging there are problems with the with it the way that it's, mm, you know, absolutely. presented. Right. And uh, without further ado, would one of you like to recap the story? Maybe even, actually, which one of you do you, would like to recap the story? Which one of you would like to tell us the moral of the story? Mm -hmm. Ooh, I, I would love to go on the moral side. If that's all right with you, Eric. However, if that's something that you truly desire. Uh, yeah, sure. I can recap. I, I have no morals. So okay. <laughs> I'm going to do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Tiki Tiki Tembo uh, by Arlene Moselle uh, is, as Bobby mentioned, takes place in uh, ancient China, uh, where there's a tradition that firstborn sons have very long names and uh, any other sons or children have very short names. Uh, so one son uh, is named Tiki Tiki Tembo, No Sa Rembo, Charibari Ruchi, Piperi Pembo, uh, and the other so, uh, son is named Cheng. One day, Cheng, uh, Cheng falls into a well, and uh, Tiki Tiki, so on and so forth, 
uh, has to run and grab authority figures, his mother, and an old man with a ladder to get him out. He does this very easily because of the brother's short name. Yet, uh, months later, when the same situation happens to Tiki Tiki Tembo, Cheng has a very hard time uh, getting the attention of the mother and the old man with the ladder, both because of his brother's long name and because of this tradition's putting down uh, non-firstborn children. Uh, And so he does get rescued in the end, uh, both of them, uh, but Tiki Tiki Tembo is, uh, his health is affected because he was in the well so long uh, because his brother just couldn't get their attention. Excellent recap. Sounds amazing. And Ben, what do you think the moral of the story is? Or the intended moral? What what does the author intend for us to learn? Well, I... I honestly have troubles picking one because I think there's so many morals packed into this short story. And mm-hmm. so I would say moral number one that we're really getting is put higher walls on your wells. Yeah. Pretty simple moral. <laughs> well, that's Man, I, I knew I would like the these guys. <laughs> right. I knew it. Moral number yep. two is always have a neighbor who is an old guy with a ladder. Be yeah. <laughs> right. If you don't go out and buy one. Put him uh, in your neighbor, uh, excuse me, buy a find... neighbor with... <laughs> yeah, buy, buy, a... buy a neighbor. <laughs> I was just and... making sure. <laughs> uh, and then moral three, uh, honestly, I, I think the intended moral for this is watching out for your family, but not in the strict, like, just your family sense, but the people around you in your community, no matter if it's falling in a well or what it might be, you're always going to get somebody who has a down day or in trouble, and so they can't always rescue themselves. First, be willing to do the hard work to run and go get the people who can help. Just be available for your community. And then second, when you're on the receiving end of that help, like be be somebody who's easy to help. Accept it. Be willing. Don't have a super long name. You know, just yeah. be approachable. The <laughs> uh, audacity. Have a, exactly. Have a relationship with your community where you know that proverbially or like in reality, if you fall down a well... There's going to be a community who's going to support you in that. Each of us has our own very long name, metaphorically. Everybody's very long name is different. And that's just the thing you got to work on so that if you fall into a metaphorical well, other people are going to be able to help you. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Bobby, what is your very long name, if you know it? Metaphorical. My very long name, uh, I, I have a few... I have, I have a few. Um, my very long name. I don't. I don't like. I don't let people help me. You know, mm. the worst. The more I need help, the less likely I am to let people help me. <laughs> That's my very long name, and I. I am working on it. Uh, hmm. Why? Why do you think that is? If I may ask, like I don't want to pry, but I am curious. Hmm. I don't want to spend too much time talking about it. <laughs> I really like talking about Bobby. We get... okay. So we should keep going. Um, okay, I'll, I mean, I'll give you an honest hand. Well, one thing I do have to say about Ben and Eric is I, I've been so excited to have them on the podcast. They ask such thought-provoking questions. They're just yeah. they're two very, like, very intelligent men, right? But they're also really funny and just really good at following, following the line. Like, like, on their podcast, they're so good at just, oh, this works, we're just going to follow this line and keep it going. They're yeah. working with just the back of a book, yeah. and they, they always make it work. Bobby's, and that's what they're doing right now. They're following my line. Bobby's bringing this up because I'm the worst at it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and I disagree oh, with on. him all the time, and he gets very upset. <laughs> 
no, Ben and I disagree with each other all the time. All, all, so, the time. all the time. No, I think the disagreements work. Work. I didn't think I. I was worried about that happening when we started, and I made it. Oh no, I definitely did it. it. And you're like, Chris, uh, don't do that. But. I feel like we've been doing it long enough now that when it happens, that we could just lean into it. We could just yeah, lean absolutely. into the disagreement. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And not, not worry about getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we live in a culture right now where it's expected that if you disagree with somebody, whether it's opinions or beliefs, that necessitates an obligation for hatred or a disjunction. And I don't know where we got that, but I love the ability to say, like, I disagree with you on this point. But man, like our friendship, you know, our love for one another, like that supersedes any disagreement. And we can just say, eh, it's just a disagreement. Let's move on. Let's, yeah. let's follow the next line. You know? Ho- hopefully so no it's one really hears, refreshing for me. Hopefully mm-hmm. no one ever hears our frog and toad episode. <laughs> because I, I hurt my best friend very badly with that episode. <laughs> Luckily no one's going to hear that yeah, one. Yeah, we lost it. <coughs> cool. Uh, so we've got our yeah. recap. We've got our moral. Normally we like to talk about where does this story take place now the story is pretty straightforward it takes place in china is it though ancient china because we, we talked about unless this. it doesn't um if we look at the, so this name this is not a chinese name no it certainly isn't um it's closer to a japanese name but still not quite there's things like pembo in there mm-hmm. and Furthermore, mm-hmm. furthermore, Chris, um, this tradition, this naming tradition, that does not exist in Chinese culture. Does it exist anywhere? Not that I know of. Was it an ancient culture at all? Because it did say ancient China. I, so I, are, are you familiar with the history enough to discern whether or not this was an ancient cultural characteristic? I found nothing in my very mm. small amount of research. So, Ben, <laughs> being the expert on ancient cultures, uh, do you know of any any naming conventions that are similar this to this at all? Uh, in- um, no, actually. So, the only naming convention in ancient cultures that I really know of is a renaming convention when initiation happens. So, if when you go from childhood to adulthood you have an initiation and you gain like a new name oh mm-hmm. yeah and so there's there's that renaming tradition but i've, I've never heard of this firstborn son gets long uh, then all the other sons get like short names that's that's very new to me I, i've never heard of that but my my expertise does not lie in eastern cultures i will admit mm-hmm. I, I feel like this takes place in like an outside society or outside Mm. culture maybe in that the area of china but in a realm of its own because it's like high in the mountains uh completely separated uh by any sort of uh governing body there and it just has its own uh sort of identity and i feel like that makes means that there could be a tradition of in this this one particular village Mm -hmm. uh they have this naming this okay. is a secret mountain nation. Secret mountain. The Fire Nation? This is mm. the Fire Nation. <laughs> is it? Please tell me it's the Fire Nation. No. They weren't secret enough. I guess that's true. They, There's yeah. a whole show about it. They took over the world. <laughs> this, this is, so we, I mean, let's recap. We've got, what, the Fire Nation, the Water Nation, the Earth, Earth One, nation. and Air? Are there yeah. four? I'm out of my element at this point. Ah! Uh, this Get is it. the fifth secret nation. All right. Oh, the fifth secret nation. This is the well nation. 
Oh, the Well mm. Nation. The Well Nation. Is that like a subdivision of the Water Nation? Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a. It's a. It's an offshoot. Okay. Like a rebel faction. Yeah, it's just like a little downstream of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to be mad. Hold you may thought of a pun, but I was thinking really hard. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I. It was just luck in the draw there. Oh, that wasn't luck. That was years of practice. Well. It was. That was the plan. I paint. just said, well. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so we've <laughs> we figured that one out. Yeah. So, um, the story. The story. What is nonsense about this story? That's what we have to figure out. Yeah. A lot of it is pretty reasonable. Which, I mean, thank thankfully. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> it's always tough when we get a story... Where the whole thing just needs to be sorted out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but this one, we're good for a while. Yeah. The the big thing to me that doesn't make sense at all is how important it is for them to communicate using the entirety of someone's mm. name. Right. I yeah. thought of that as well. That like, is a big one. The, the, the pivotal moment of the story is the mother, <laughs> like can't listen to what Chang is saying about Tiki falling falling in the well because he doesn't use his whole name. You know, she's mm-hmm. like, how dare you disrespect your brother's name? Use the full name. And he has to, like, stop and take a big breath and consider if he can even do it. And then he says it. And then his mother is all upset about Tiki fall, falling in the well. You would think a mother would be able to read the situation and not get so worried about that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think this is the worst mother in children's literature. Absolutely. Uh, one, one of the worst for sure, but there, yeah. there are a lot of bad ones. We, we've, come to, <laughs> we've come to find it's a, a common trope. Yeah. The cat in the hat mom is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's not and even there. Another lost know? episode. Another lost episode. That will come back someday. <laughs> um, so why must Chang use Tiki's full name to get any sort of real response from his mother. When he's clearly stressed out, like, there's there's clearly, like, something bad happening. There's enough body language for any mom now, to th- ascertain that. This is kind of dark, but what if he's doing it on purpose? What if who? Chang? What if Chang is kind of just playing it up Taking his sweet little time because he knows he's not going to get the fortune because he's the second brother. And he's like, maybe, hmm. maybe. That is pretty dark, Bobby. It's pretty dark. So you, think, so you think Chang pushed his brother into the well? I don't think he pushed it. I think he's just an opportunist. But then why mm. would he go mm. get help? So mm. that he doesn't look like... if. You know, if he just sits there and lets him go, then there's a, okay. A few things. So one, here's here's something that could happen. Okay. Um, Cheng stays there, right? He just sits there. Uh-huh. Tiki Tiki Tembo just find like is able to grab the rope and climb out of the well, and sees his brother didn't even go to get help. Uh oh, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, mm. here's another option. He runs off, doesn't actually get help, just goes somewhere else. Tiki Tiki Tembo drowns. Everyone finds out that happened, and then they find out Chang didn't go to get help. Uh oh, 
problem for Chang number two. So mm-hmm. really his best option is look like he's doing everything right, but just don't do it as well as he would if he really wanted the results that he pretends he wants. Okay. So <coughs> so he would know that his mom is going to react in X way to him not using Tiki Tiki Tempo's full name. It's not that, I mean, he's just kind of like sputtering. He's just kind of going, mm. huh, huh, so, Perry, Cherry Perry. Cherry Perry. Cherry Perry. Pepto Bismol. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Katy Perry's in the well. Tiki Torch, Katy Perry, Pepto Bismol fell into the well. Wait, so he knew that his mom was going to act this way. How would he know that the old man with the ladder was not going to listen to him and and put his dreams, his, his just random dream, before this very exasperated child. I got lucky, I guess. You got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, can we pause there and talk a little bit about the dream, though? The like, dream, that was something sure. That, that was my favorite really part of the book. Yeah, this, this <laughs> yeah. old man is being met with a very obvious crisis, and he's like, no, go away! Like, my dream's... That's a little nonsensical. Yeah. I also... Especially the dream matter itself. What was the dream like? He was in a castle in the clouds or something like, he, what, what he was, was reliving he, his is, youth uh, i'll he saw say some he says miserable child you disturbed my dream i had floated into a purple mist and found my youth again there were glittering gateways and jeweled blossoms if i close my eyes perhaps i will again return so oh. what was his youth like that there were jeweled blossoms and and glittering gateways maybe he and now he's just the old man with the ladder he doesn't even have a name his name is old man yeah. with the ladder I can't blame him for wanting to be young again <laughs> yeah if that's if that's his whole life now i guess it's better than being old man right that's, that's true like at least he's known for something yeah his ladder <laughs> And it's the ladder. It must be the only one in the village. He he actually just sits under a tree with his ladder there. That's all he has. Waiting for somebody to need it. And he's on like a little island. Yeah. You know, maybe he's like a holy person. He gets this island. Maybe old man with the ladder is like a position. It's not a name. There must Mm. always be an old man with the ladder. (laughs) Yeah. And when he dies someone else will become the old man with the ladder. But why the ladder as a religious symbol? Well, maybe uh, Because it, of the well. Yeah, maybe there's something about the well. <laughs> maybe falling in the well is just a very common occurrence for yeah. whatever reason. Or perhaps it's done on purpose. Maybe people throw everyone in the well as maybe a rite of passage Yeah, rite of passage. And that's why everyone's acting so slowly. Yeah, because they're, mm. they're just... Um, what do you call it when you become so used to something? Dis, uh, dis, des, desensitized? Desensitized. desensitized. Yeah. Just desensitized from kids falling in wells. You're like, oh, someone else fell in the well. I guess I better go over there eventually. All right. What are you guys' thoughts? Well, I feel like if that were the case, like we would definitely just build higher walls around the well. Like If it was that frequent of an occurrence... Why would you be on call with the ladder all the time when you could just, you know, get some bricks, some mortar, be done with it? Well, (laughs) (laughs) perhaps if it is used in, like, a religious way, 
there mm. could be some religious, you know, like a baptism type of thing where right. children going into the well is necessary. So they, you know, want to have access to it. Right. Gotcha. Mm. Poss- easy dunking. Po- po- easy dunking. That's just a theory, though. Yeah, we don't see the the well used at all. Yeah. No. We just hear, don't go near the well. Right. True. Ah, there's so... Okay, we gotta find some more clues. Yeah. Hmm. Um... The old... So, something the old man says is mm-hmm. he calls Tiki Tiki Tembo his mother's precious pearl. His precious pearl. And it's capitalized, and there's little quotations around it. Wait, maybe... Maybe she's going to profit off of Tiki Tiki Tembo at some point. Maybe. Like a pearl. Maybe oh, yeah, he's absolutely. growing to full pearl size, and then she's going to metaphorically sell him. Or literally sell him? Hmm. Well, in mm. ancient cultures, like, if your husband dies, your your son is your caretaker and your protector. So, like, her precious pearl is her protection and her care. Oh, so, that like, makes sense. Uh, no, but, for but a pearl doesn't protect you. You protect a pearl. Yeah, that's true. Or the right, clam protects the pearl. Like, wealth as well. And so your oldest son is your livelihood as well. He's the one who's working the farms and going to the market and all that when you're elderly. So it, it's just a symbol of my value for this individual is greater than my other son, which maybe another moral of the story is, you know, favoritism is terrible. It definitely yeah. is not the oh, best. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I do I do read the story that way. Okay. So I think I think we have a good lead as far as this plot All by right. Chang. So what do we got so far? And we'll then we'll bring it home. So your plot about Chang intentionally making this process take longer. Yeah. So that, you know, he can Wear the mantle of eldest son, mm-hmm. inherit all of the what's its and be be the favorite, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. What if the old man was a first child, and when he's reliving his youth as a first child, uh, with the glittering gateways and the jewel blossoms, he's just re- received the inheritance maybe this is like he that's why he is this high figure is because he was a first son okay possibly mm. yes okay. and what yes. causes his downfall yeah why is he just the old man with the ladder now right. what was his midlife crisis there yeah um you know maybe he just was not a very good budgeter uh, mm-hmm. And spent it all on, you know, having his own private island, uh, and <laughs> the only thing he had left of his possessions uh, was his ladder, mm-hmm. uh, and it is the only thing he has left of his old life as a first and wealthy son. Yeah, I like that. That is son, that uh, is good. Let me add a layer to it yeah, right now. Do. Okay, he was a first son, just like Tiki Tiki Tembo. Now this is this ladder is all he has left, but here's why he has the ladder. Okay, mm-hmm. because when he was a child, like Tiki Tiki, he fell into the well. 
Uh huh. Mm. And like Tiki Tiki, he was in that well for way too long, and when he came out, he he wasn't quite the same. Again, sure. like Tiki Tiki. Mm. Um, and yeah. so he longs for the youth before this happened, and he he always mm. keeps his ladder handy. Because he wants to prevent this from happening to other other children. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. And so they, hmm. they put him in the center of town because they're like, there we go. This will solve the problem of kids falling in a well and it taking way too long to get them out. But really, they put... The, so he was the solution to the problem, the proposed solution. And then this story is the proof that that solution doesn't work. And that really what they got to do is stop giving these kids these super long names. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. I like it. I, I like it, too. I like it, too. So, mm. does that main... Like, does that keep Chang's plot theory intact? Is that yes. is that still true, yes. do you feel? Yes, yes. I, I feel like this man has been in the center of town, and he's not happy about it, right? <clears throat> Because uh, why would you be if you have to sit in town with your ladder all day? Yeah. Um, and it has helped in the past because... As we see with Chang. Uh, people, you know, don't say the whole name. They just say my brother or whatever. Yeah. And then he's able to get them out in time. But because Chang is being a little, you know, a little you know. A little you know. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> a little meanie head. There you go. That, I'm sorry huh. I said that. Pulling out all the punches, man. I'm sorry I said that. I really hope no one I love listens to this. Um, but I said it. A little meanie head. Uh, he, he loses his job. <laughs> yeah. He loses okay. his job. Or, and... or he's able to retire. Mm. Yeah, perhaps it leads to an actual solution. Yeah. At, after mm. the book's over. We, yeah. don't know, we don't know, but... I think there is an actual because I think if uh, the old man had the ladder specifically to save someone from the well, it explains the last image of the book, uh, which is uh, they're in the mother and uh, Tiki and Chang are in the house and looking over uh, Tiki, who's coming back to uh, to health. And then the old man is just kind of outside looking in through the window, very Wizard of Oz style. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I think that he's like looking upon like his hope that he mm-hmm. was able to like he his hopes and his uh, aspirations to save a child from the same fate that he uh, befell years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Now he looks upon his success. Yes, mm-hmm. he looks upon his success. Yeah, it's a happy ending. Or or I love I love wars. So Chang does what he did gets old and gray, and then he grows to resent his older brother, and so he finds a way to travel back in time <gasps> to try and stop him from saving his own brother, and he actually is the old man with the ladder. That's it! It's a time travel yeah. story! Oh, yep. That's but, it, 100%. Yep, That's why the story's the same. Yep. Exactly. But Keep he changes moving. his mind, and he's like, oh man, it's the right thing to do, because he's just a kid. I should mm. save him. Redemption. So that's why he wanted to go back to sleep, because he's like, no. Mm. No, Tiki. I did not come here to save you. I came here to save myself, yeah. Chang, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to save mm-hmm. Tiki. But then he changes his mind. He's like, all right, I'm going to go with you. And that's why he's looking in on the house at the end because he's like, did I do the right thing? Uh-huh. 
So does that mean that his dream about his youth uh, that was so uh, luscious and uh, amazing and wealthy was what he wanted his childhood Absolutely. to be. That's yes. what he yes. thought it would be when Tiki yes. was gone. Yeah. It's Chang. Mm. That's the old man. Ah, oh, so obvious. Oh, Thank you, Ben. Gosh. Really? We were, I, I, I felt like this was kind of going nowhere, but, but it's been pulled together now. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. That's it, 100%. And it totally, so he's imagining this, this childhood, and then he's woken up, and then he, he's like, ah, I'm going back to sleep. Because he knows what this situation is. He's mm. lived it on the other side. But then he looks into his own eyes and he sees the, the childlike innocence. And in his own eyes, he sees his brother's eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? My life may have been bad, but he's still my brother. Mm. That's deeper die. than well right there. That's yeah. deeper than well. Yeah. Blood... Is thicker than well water. Well water. So he, so he saves. Bring it home. Yeah. I like it. Nice. Well done. I think we got it. We should write the sequel. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he takes his time doing it. (laughs) He does. He takes his time saving (laughs) it. Yeah. He's still struggling with it. He has his mini revenge. But I don't even think it's just revenge. (laughs) Here's what I think. I think he does it so that people in the future learn from this. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we shouldn't make such a distinction between the two brothers. Yeah, it's smart. It's a smart thing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? I'm not going to kill this kid. Instead, I'm going to pay it forward. I'm not going to rewrite my past, but I'm going to rewrite everyone else's future. Hmm. And I feel like that's all we can do in life, right? That's all I mean, we that's, can do in That's life. how we turn tragedies of our past into a greater good. Yeah. So we can learn from old Chang with a ladder. Yeah. I think Thank you, old Chang. That, that brings Thank us you, to old. our moral, and I think, uh, yeah. I think our you, true moral. you started it. Our true moral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you guys like so to lay down? So if we were down? to synthesize our true moral in one sentence, what would that be? Um, do you want us to? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's in? just... Spitball. Let's, we'll, we'll let's get all, a, yeah, we'll a tagline. Get some stuff. Yeah, um, definitely something about you know you can't change the past, but you mm-hmm. can use your past to make a brighter future. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Draw from your past, but don't let it draw from you. Ooh. Because oh. then you get the well imagery of drawing Ooh, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. Just, uh, that was perfect. Thank you. Uh, that was pretty good. I don't want to go after that. Sheesh. This is why Ben's on my podcast. <laughs> hey, Ben, you want to be on a podcast? <laughs> Anytime, man. Betrayer. <laughs> um, something, something, something about, you know, overcoming your past mm. to, you know, help people not have to live with, through what you did. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Even if it's not to your advantage. True. Today is a new day to not try and kill your brother. Not try and kill your brother. Perfect. That's a good idea. Yeah. That should go on buses, man. Yeah. Inspirational. Every old man deserves fudge. Is. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I was gonna say. Now that you've taken it, I'll, I'll say a different one. Every old man. Is a time tra- is your time traveling self? Every time you meet an old man, that's you from the future traveled back in time, 
because I, you did the wrong thing. <laughs> I swear to God, I saw old man from the future Chris on a SEPTA train once. Uh, how do you feel that he just ignored you? <laughs> he, he didn't really ignore me. We sat like next to each other and we like uh-huh. looked at each other a few times. We didn't talk, but it'd be like I looked at him and then I like saw him looking at me. Yeah, and back and forth, and he was like, you kind of gave him a wink. He was dressed similarly, but like more like an old man. <laughs> he was wearing the same outfit, yeah, but yeah. it looks dilapidated. <laughs> it looks uh, <laughs> as if it, he'd been wearing it for sixty I years. I swear, it was old man Chris. <laughs> it's real, man. Yeah, traveled back in time just to stare strangely at you. Yeah, if, just, I, if just you to could, kill your brother, if you could, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I gotta stop him. <laughs> I like that moral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for being on the podcast with us. This was of course. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Yes, I second that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, uh, Eric, would you yeah. buy this book? Oh, um, I would absolutely buy this book. Uh, I think that uh, if it was something that I would read to my children uh, if I wanted, if I had children. Uh, which I do not. Uh, but I would read to my. I would read it to my pet. Uh, I don't have any pets right now, so I'd read it to my plants. Um, do you have plants? I do have plants. <laughs> One is dying, so I have to read it more stories. Um, and but I would definitely give it the twist. I think of, I know why your plants like, are dying, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would definitely give it that like old man Shang twist, and I would let them know that. And whenever you see an old man, it's just you from the future. <laughs> just look at these giant trees. trees. <laughs> Correcting the murders you failed to commit. <laughs> just sticking paranoia into their lives early on. Perfect. Okay. So, Ben, would you you buy this book? I would absolutely buy this book, yeah. And I would certainly have a conversation of cultural appropriation and all that jazz with the, the people to whom I read the book. Um, but I think it's, it's definitely an intriguing read, and it's one which evokes a lot of... Um, emotion and imagery in in ways which are, are good and compelling for um, young and old minds alike. So I would absolutely buy this. Nice. Awesome. Excellent. Chris and Bobby, would you buy this book? Bobby, would you? I probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a... There's, a, there's so many... So Chris and I have the uh, privilege of really seeing all the children's book yeah, our library World. has like twenty thousand children's books yeah, in it's it or crazy. something. Yeah, it's crazy. We we really mm. see the full spectrum, and there are so many good children's books out there. This one is a good one, but there are other ones, many other ones I would buy first. Hmm. That's What's that's your the favorite only children's book then. Go oh on. man, um, if the if it's not age dependent. Uh, definitely a wrinkle in time, which is why mm. it was my first suggestion. Mm. Um, but that's a little bit older, you know. If we're talking about very young children, um, oh, maybe I don't know. There's there's a lot of good ones. I love Dr. Seuss a lot, you know. So maybe like the Lorax. Mm. I think pick. I think that's still an important book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also I, I love the book. I love books like The Polar Express. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think when you're a kid, illustrations are so important to what makes a, a story good, you know? I, I, I really like the show more, tell less. Mm-hmm. I um, agree. Ethos? E- yeah, ethos. Yeah. 
uh, I, with I, books for young children. I also mm. probably wouldn't buy it for the same reasons that Bobby just detailed mm. for all of us. Um, my favorite children's book is actually a book of poetry called The Dragons oh. Are Singing Tonight. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. They have yeah. it school. My dad yeah. read it to me all the time when I was a kid, and it's got these... You know, they're pretty typical, like, iambic <laughs> pentameter kind of poems about dragons, but a couple of them are really, really wonderful. Yeah, they're and, all very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the illustrations are really great. And it's dragons. You know, yeah, anytime awesome. anytime you can teach a kid about dragons, I'm down. Absolutely. Cool. Um, so, one more time, where could everyone find you if they want to listen to your podcast, or get in touch with you? Uh, so you can find us at our main site at uh, Ben and Eric's Bookstore dot Podbean dot com. Podbean is P O D B E A N, uh, so it's a pod and a bean, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I guess are the same thing. Uh, but and as I said earlier, uh, you can send us an email for book suggestions or comments uh, at Ben and Eric's Bookstore at gmail dot com, uh, and like us on Facebook at at Bay Bookstore dot Facebook dot com. Bay Bookstore, Bay I like Bookstore. that. Yes, uh, and we'll we're uploading episodes uh, every Saturday around noon, uh, and uh, we, we are up to what episode seventeen now, Ben? Yeah, yeah, yeah six, sixteen. Yeah. I just listened to sixteen today. Nice. On, on the way over, actually. That's our upload day too. Yep. Awesome. Oh, no coincidence. Yeah, so much so, good content coming out Saturdays. Yeah, great day of the week. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to do it again soon. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Cool. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. See you. Bye-bye. I'm Robert Hoffman. And I'm Chris Panico. Thank you so much for listening to this, our newest episode of No Nonsense Storytime. I believe it's episode 35. Is that That's correct? correct. Episode 35. We're really trucking along. Yeah. It's Uh, very rewarding. Thank you so much to everybody who's checking us out, listening. Um, you know, I know I say this all the time, but really, send us in those suggestions. Uh, this is a mm-hmm. suggestion. My girlfriend Liza suggested it. It's uh, The Napping House by Audrey Wood. That's what we're going to be doing next. Yeah. One of my favorite books from when I was a kid. Excellent. It was one of the first books that I could read, actually. I remember being in, like, I don't remember what grade, but very little. Mm. Actually reading the book on my own, and it was pretty cool. I'm, I'm having flashbacks to all like my first books that I read. Yeah, I, I love them. I mean, it's not a Magic Treehouse. Oh yeah, those were good. Did you ever read Way Wayside Story or whatever? Wait. Wayside Schoolhouse. Yeah, yeah. Sideways School- Tales from Wayside School. Yeah, yeah, that's like what that. it is. Yeah, that was a really, really good series. Uh, yeah, that one was cool. Maybe we could bring that in someday, but not next week. Not next week. Next week is the Napping House. Yep. If you have any suggestions, because we love suggestions. Email us at nononsensestorytime at gmail.com. Check us out at Anchor. Anchor. We are now powered by Anchor, mm-hmm. as Bobby likes to tell us. Yep. Um, and you can find us on Facebook, Stitcher, Google Play, all the places Hulu. where you can get pad, pod, podcasts from Pat. You can't really find us on Hulu. I lied about that. Yeah, no Hulu. Netflix, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Our podcast streams on Netflix. Um and that is true yep all right yep (laughs) bye bye